He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door How you doing everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and yes, we talk about the pursuit of happiness and we show the world that us Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are located. Just remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hope everyone is having a good weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, my week is uh it's not starting off wrong that that, that i want to make sure that i want to let you know it's not starting off wrong it is starting off right uh at the church we are event coordinators i guess you could say we we prep up a few uh events uh right now we're starting on monday we're going to be uh working on vbs uh i i can't make it through all the vbs uh because of work I still have a job I have to take care of, uh, but my wife and their team out there at MB, MBFC, which is New Beginning Fellowship that we attend here, uh, we are uh, we are excited. Uh, VBS is starting off. Then we then I'm preaching next week, uh, the weekend. Uh, if you're listening to this when it releases, which is today is the seventh, uh, the ni- seven nine of twenty three. This event, this uh, this podcast will be out on Monday and. Um, where we're having our conference so I'm, I'm prepping for that got the podcast going on busy week but thank goodness that um that I'm, I'm pressing on and the lord is helping me through it because uh if not i'll be a nervous wreck having all this stuff going on uh but thank the lord we, we got a lot of things going on a lot of good stuff here that is happening uh, i want to give a couple of shout outs uh first off i want to give a shout out to my friend and our newest sponsor we're going to be working on uh some stuff pretty soon um uh, mr scotty gidry from he's the owner of cajun carts here in lafayette louisiana um, if you have any carts that need servicing or some work on, give them a call at 337-896-3411 or go check them out at CajunCarts.com. Uh, if you need a new cart, he has he has a great inventory out there. Been knowing Scotty for a few years, a uh, real good guy. Uh, when you go out there, tell him that Isaac Hayes sent you and he's going to uh, he's gonna take good care of you. Also, want to give a shout out to Mr. Warren from M&W Laser Creations. If you, uh, I have right here one of the newest cups that he... Uh, he created for us uh, the Cajun Conservative Show mug. Um, you can find him on his Facebook page. The link will be in the description, and uh, let him know that I sent you out there. And he worked out a deal uh, to make some cups, make wood burnings. He he did this sign right here, uh, Mr. Warren. Uh, thank you for all that you do. Uh, love you, and uh, and uh, keep uh, keep up the good work. Let's just say it like that. So. Um, but yeah, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to I want to bring something out. I, this was not in my notes. I just had something come across my desk that was personal. Um, I just just said um, we were having VBS in a couple of a uh, couple of weeks, and I had I shared it on my Facebook page, uh, my personal Facebook page. Uh, only a select few of my close friends that have that page. Everything else goes through the Cage Conservative Show or Brothers Just Searching. Um, but I, I shared um, our, our page. I shared the church's page of the VBS. What we did, what we did today was we we decorated the church for VBS. If you notice, a lot of people when they have VBS, they they have a theme, and we have our own theme. But it's not uh, not as uh, it's it's not like Noah's Ark or anything. It isn't that extravagant, but. We went ahead and decorated the church a little bit, and I shared it. And one of my liberal friends, y'all know him as uh, uh, Mr. Leftus. That's why I call this friend that that comments. And he was talking about this is indoctrination. All them poor kids. And he was addressing it to me. Now, what I did, and I will say it publicly, I went ahead and deleted the comments because I, I, I didn't. First of all, I didn't feel like dealing with that, and I don't think that's an issue that we should have a debate on VBS and kids and all. But ladies and gentlemen, this is what the left does, okay? The left thinks it's perfectly fine that you have men riding around naked on bicycles in Seattle. Or half-naked women walking around New York City saying, we're queer, we're here, and we're coming after your children. They're saying that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, 
this, this is the thing about, about about VBS and that, all right? First off, if children come, we give them the gospel of Jesus Christ. Those kids make a decision on their own to serve Jesus. And look, there's some that do, and they don't hold on to the faith, but there's a lot of them that go ahead and stay the course. And I believe the Bible is true. Now, we might have some people that, that can debate on this and say, oh, no, it's out of your own fantasy or whatnot. I'm, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not here to fight you on that. But those, like I said, those people, the, we, we tell them, look, this is a choice you have to make. Jesus is all loving. He's all caring. He, you have the choice to serve Jesus or not. The left goes ahead and push this indoctrination by saying, oh, well, you know what? You, if you feel you're a girl, you're a girl. And you don't have no choice about it. You are trans. They don't give people that choice because they say it's not a choice. If you feel like you're misgendered, that is it. You go ahead and, and that's done. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we know that majority of these cases are it's not a choice. It's a, it's a choice you make. It's a lifestyle you choose to participate in. But we are, we as children ministers and as youth ministers, we're indoctrinating children by telling them that you have a choice to choose Christ or not to choose Christ. However, they're saying, hey, if you feel like, if you're Frank and you feel like Jill, well, guess what? You are Jill, no matter, no ifs, ands, buts about it. I'm just, you know, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. It, it just, that's, that's weighing on my heart right now. And, you know, I, I want to speak my feelings to you, the listener. And I know you, the listener, understand what I'm talking about. We, it's funny how the left says VBS or children's ministry is indoctrination and is dangerous for the children. But y'all bringing kids. And look, if, that, if you're a parent and you want to bring your kids to that, that, that's up to you. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you no. But I think the one that's performing is, is, I'm trying to say this in the nicest way as possible, is sexually explore, uh, exp, uh, exposing themselves to children. That's wrong. And, and this, this, is, this is the problem right here. They say, look, you have a choice. Look, I'm trying to say this in the right way. I don't want to offend people that are listening, but I, I've come to the point I will offend people because you're not going to have everybody that agree with, agrees with you on this. I just, I, this is my, you know, you're telling kids to live right, live holy, and live an up moral standing life. You know, don't steal, don't kill, don't, 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 don't lie. You know, giving the kids moral standards to live by. And that's indoctrination. But bringing your kids and showing your kids half-naked men or naked people in general at a parade, that's fine. That's not indoctrination. That's, that's just a point that I, 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 I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around. I can't wrap my mind. And look, I, look, I deleted it. Like I said, this was on my personal Facebook page. This is a personal friend. I have never called this friend out on, on, on online before. I, I even gave this friend a whole nother name, but just think about that. Anybody that's on the left, if, if you have an ounce of, 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 of integrity in you, just think about this. Oh, v, you, you, you might be saying, oh, VBS is indoctrination. We're showing the kids how to live a, a life moral, a moral life at, at the minimum. We, we, yeah, we're trying to show kids that there is an afterlife and that there is salvation. And you need to accept the salvation of Jesus Christ. We, we know that. But. That's indoctrination. Uh, uh, meanwhile, you have people that are, are walking around half naked. And that's not indoctrination. That ain't trying to sexualize children. I'm just, I'm just saying. That, that's just something, that's something you need to think about. All right, so let's go on with our topic this week. Uh, well, a few of our, a few topics this week. It was a busy news week. Don't get me wrong; it was a busy news week, uh, but there was not a lot of stories circulating. Now, normally that means there's something big that's happening, but I, I want to talk about the 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 whole Biden situation with the cocaine again. As we know, last week we they were there was found at the White House. Well, last Sunday night, some cocaine. In the White House, and I, I remember I, I talked about this 
briefly on the on the show last week and i know i don't usually don't try to repeat stories but there was a lot that happened after the show last thursday which a reminder if you are a listener or you know somebody that would like to listen our show is on is, is live on i say live it's uploaded and ready to go by 5 a.m on mondays and 5 a.m on tuesday uh, thursdays there, the show, unless something major happens that I can't come into the studio, I normally get a show out Monday morning by 5 a.m. and by Thursday at 5 a.m. You can listen to them on Apple, Google, Spotify, Rumble, and YouTube, and many other platforms. Just go check out my website, thecajunconservativeshow.wordpress.com. Uh, go ahead and check that out. But going back to, like I said, so so last Thursday's episode, we, we dealt on this, of this cocaine issue. And, and we know that there was cocaine found in the White House. We had initial reports. They say, well, this was found in, in a place where mostly tourists come and they drop off their cell phones. And it goes for tours. But, but we, we, there was reports later on that this was found by the strategy room in the White House. And ladies and gentlemen, no tourists goes in the strategy room. Now, the White House, yes, the White House has been trying to cover up this story. Why are they doing that? Because this is egg on their face. You you had the Bidens running around for God knows how long right now saying Hunter Biden is clean. Hunter Biden is not doing no more drugs. He's trying to rebuild his life. He's trying to make something of himself. And while they're saying that, you have Hunter Biden dealing with child support of a child that he had out of wedlock and out of apparently without a relationship. And he's denying this is his child. You even have Joe Biden not acknowledging that he has another grandchild. And then also you have the Biden IRS scandals and the gun scandals and this everything that's that's going around you I mean you had the settlement of that of the the child of the the child support payments then you had then you had the uh the 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 the, the uh, I'm trying to the sweetheart deal of the charges of a gun of a uh, falsifying on a federal paper for a gun and also being under the influence of of, of drugs and and lying and also with tax fraud so you had all that, and ladies and gentlemen, when those when those things were settled, I know the Biden administration thought, good, Hunter, stay clean. Now, egg back on their face of this of the, of this cocaine. And ladies and gentlemen, there's some weird stories coming out for this the 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 the, 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 the excuse of who is for. Now the White House was saying, hold on, it belongs to a tourist. We were we're investigating all that, which. Give, give credit to where credit is due. Scott Ford from the Scott Ford Show on Rumble went ahead and texted me, said it's kind of funny. They figured out who, all, who, was all at, who was all there on January 6th. Thousands upon thousands of people at the, uh, at the Make America Great Again rally or the Stop the Steal rally, whatever you want to call what happened on January 6th. Thousands upon thousands. Then they pinpoint who was at that event and who, who went into the Capitol. But they can't find out who this cocaine belongs to. Kind of ironic, isn't it? But you, you. But going back to that, the White House said, "Hey, it was a, it was a, it was either a staffers because that came out too, or it could be somebody that works at the White House that brought cocaine." Um, don't they search the people that work at the White House? Um, they, they, there's all kind of excuse started coming out now that the press is asking. Look, can you? And, and this question has back multiple times since Thursday of the last episode. Does this cocaine belong to the president or his son? And they have asked a number of people this, and one being the uh, deputy press secretary, Andrew Bates. Uh, Andrew Bates raised eyebrows on Thursday when he claimed that the, Atch, the, uh, the Hitch Act barred him from answering any questions about the cocaine that was found in the White House. What is the Hatch Act? The Hatch Act is that certain people in the administration cannot run for office. And he went ahead and said, that is the reason why I can't talk about this cocaine thing is the Hatch Act. Now, one ex uh, one expert has said, well, he could have went multiple ways with this. He could have said, look, it's an ongoing investigation. We can't question on uh, uh, anything about uh, uh, 
make a statement about anything that is happening with uh, with this investigation. We're tied. We can't tell you nothing. But no, he goes ahead and makes up this claim that the Hatch Act cannot, he cannot go ahead and talk about it. Now, after he was asked that, he went ahead and attacked uh, Donald Trump, saying that Donald Trump was talking about this and making a big deal out of this. He shouldn't because the only reason that Trump's doing it is because he can't hold the Biden's policies, which is a hunk of baloney because we know that the Biden administration hasn't done anything great for this country ever since he swore his hand on the Bible. And ladies and gentlemen, it, it, I think he lied when he did that, but, but you know, it just, they, they, they try to turn it to Trump, even coming to a point where they're even saying that this is, I, I didn't put that in my notes. I'm going to have to go, let me go look for that article because the, the Biden administration and uh, people that are, that are trying to defend the president are saying that this is a witch hunt for the, the Republican Party. That the Republican Party, um, yeah, White House allies dismiss cocaine discovery as GOP folder uh, political bull, S-H-I-T. We're going to say it like that. So the left is trying to say, hey, this whole cocaine thing, the GOP is using this to make Biden look bad in the Biden family. Like, the, the holy saints leftists and Democrats wouldn't do the same thing. Hey, like, like, let's say like this. Okay, imagine, imagine that Donald Trump or in Donald Trump's White House, there would have been some cocaine discovery or some type of drug. It could be marijuana. Name the drug. It don't matter. The, the left and the media would have ran with it so much. That they would they would have made they would have made like they would have took pictures or they would have made pictures of Donald Trump snarking cocaine. And they wouldn't have they wouldn't have gave it a second thought that it would have been Donald Trump's cocaine. But with Biden, they're oh no, 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 no. This is all political bull nonsense. And and and, and the, the GOP is, is is making this bigger than what it is. Well, that's the problem. This is a big story. There was cocaine found at the White House. And when when asked about it, going back to my original point, when asked about this, the first things, the first thing out of one of the, dep the, the, press, the, the deputy press secretary is, I can't talk about it because of the Hitch Act. And when you start looking at what the Hitch Act is, um, it don't even pertain to, to what they're talking about. They're making this up as they go along. Uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre snapped at a reporter Friday over the question about the cocaine found at the White House. Um, the New York Post reporter asked, uh, well, K uh, Caitlin Dornbos uh, from the New York Post asked the question, can you just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? That is a simple question. Hey, do y'all know without a shadow of a doubt that this was, this was not Hunter Biden's or Joe Biden or Jill Biden, don't matter who it is, is this is is that their cocaine? And all the look, really in reality, all the all the the uh, the, the press secretary has to do is say yes or no. In response, Corinne Jean Pierre said, "The White House has already answered that question. We are not avoiding the question. That is not true. We've answered this question, and we legit uh, we legit." Uh, Delegated uh, uh, for the past two days exclusively, the White House press secretary said, yes, but there's more questions than answers. Oh, the White House said it might have been a staffer. We don't know that for sure. Oh, it was it was a tourist. Well, they, they should have a picture of the tourist throwing the cocaine in there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this hey, look, we don't know. We don't know. As conservatives, we don't know if that's Hunter Biden's or one of the Biden's little pouch of cocaine but what if it is what cocaine is still illegal in the united states but ladies and gentlemen that hunter biden apparently thinks he can do whatever he wants if that is his and the nerve of going into the white house and like I said, it's not been, look, I'm not, I'm not going to sit behind this microphone and act like it was hunter biden's but you have a pre you have the president's son 
that has a history of doing cocaine and all of a sudden after a sweetheart deal and a settlement that did not go the way of the child but went to the way of the Bidens maybe maybe Hunter Biden wanted to celebrate we don't know and it might come out later on but the White House is just denying that's according to Todd Stearns. Todd Stearns has a report that said White House refused to confirm or deny if the cocaine belongs to the Biden family. And ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, this is very embarrassing for our nation. Very embarrassing. Well, that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back in a few moments. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. Cleansed and made us whole. Not one hub, not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Um, I want to talk about a couple of thoughts more from the first segment i was i seen i had to go to a break and i wanted to take that break uh and i had to i wanted to clear my thoughts a lot of people might be asking the question you know why would hunter biden bring cocaine into the white house if it was his because look we do have the white house that say do i believe anything the white house says Uh, unfortunately no because their their stories has changed more than people change their underwear Oh, it was a staffer. Oh, it was a tourist. Oh, it, we don't know. And we can't talk about it because of the Hatch Act. We can't we can't talk about that. And they, they're trying to they trying to snow what they're trying to do is they're trying to stall the 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 the, the listeners or you the audience to just forget about it because unfortunately, and look, I don't believe this of this audience. You my my audience are intelligent voters. Y'all are, you are informed voters, but I'm going to use uh, Rush's famous line where he says the uninformed voters, you know, the one that goes and turns on the TV and hears whatever CNN or MSNBC or CBS says and oh, okay, and then goes defended. Like, like we talked about in the first segment, my friend, Mr. Leftist calling VBS indoctrination of children but but goes ahead and probably will condone the the nudity that was at these parades in june that is i i I hate to say and some leftists will say well no we're informed we listen to anything seen it it, it, i know i'm chasing a rabbit here but on a point of that it's funny how the left always tells us oh y'all following fox news y'all indoctrinated by fox news and i ask who do you listen to MSNBC, CBS, CNN, and they talk about all the news networks. And I'm like, do you, so you believe anything? Everything that comes from these networks? Yes, because they're gospel truth. I'm like, baloney. That's a couple of debates I have. But anyway, going back to, you know, the, the question, you know, do, I don't believe anything the White House says, but, you know, they, there is other stories. But just assume that this is Hunter Biden's cocaine. The question has to be asked why he would bring that into the White House. And this is just a thought I had. I think he feels he cannot get touched. And to a certain extent, he is right. Because we, we've seen already that Hunter Biden has done crimes. And this isn't talking about the Burisma stuff or the, the, the association with China stuff. That is still on the back burner. I'm talking about him not taking care of his children and making the claim that he can't afford child support for his child. And 
which we know he can. He has he, he's a multimillionaire, but according to him, he was a little cut with my daddy. And then you have Hunter Biden lying on federal paperwork and cheating the IRS out of thousands of dollars, probably millions of dollars of taxes, which any normal American like you and I would do, we would be put in jail. But he gets a slap on the wrist. So ladies and gentlemen, why wouldn't he think, hey, you know, if I bring a little, little cocaine into the White House, and I, even if I get caught, I'm going to get out of it. And ladies and gentlemen, you know who thinks like that? Small brats. People think, that think they can get away with literally anything. Because who their daddy is. Or who their mama is. And ladies and gentlemen, when you have somebody like that, it's, 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 it's da- like I said, it's dangerous. This person's in the White House. How do and look? It goes to the point like this, even with the Burisma stuff and the 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 the, um, the classified documents or, and all that stuff that was sitting in a garage in Biden's home. You know, if Hunter Biden has access to the White House and he has already been proven, I believe has been proven that he he is he has he has ties with China, he has ties with Ukraine, he has ties with all these the these people to make money. What if he overhears something that's supposed to be top secret? Or Joe Biden lets something slip out of, uh, uh, let something slip over the dinner table to Hunter Biden, who is apparently living at the White House. And Hunter Biden calls his buddies and they, they talk on the phone. Hey, you know what my dad said? You might need to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, I, look, this, this man don't think he can get in trouble. And that is scary. And this is a man that's living at the White House, apparently. And it, it, look, this is this is dangerous when you have an individual that thinks he can't get touched. Because according to the left, it, Hunter Biden would never do that. Really? The same man that takes pictures of himself in the nude in his bathtub smoking a joint. He wouldn't bring cocaine into the White House? I'm just, just think about that. Now, the House Republicans who have been our, our saving light right now um, is planning on doing an investigation on this. Now, look, don't get me wrong. I'm glad they're doing this investigations. I am. But this is one of a million things. That, what the Republicans are really doing with all these investigations, and I, I'm just trying to be as honest as possible as I can with you, the listener, they're trying to show you, the listener, and you, the and you, the in the nation, that they are capable of leading, and they want to win in twenty twenty four. That and look, look, don't get me wrong. I think a lot of the Republicans are trying to get to the bottom of a lot of stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of evidence that they could have done already, that put it on the House floor and say, look, we need to start impeachment process on Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris and all this stuff. They, they have, they, they have. Now, would, would it go through the Senate? No. And this is why I've come to the point, I mentioned in a couple of episodes before, that I am starting to jump on the bandwagon of, hey, we need to start impeachment process. Will it go through the Senate? I know it won't go through the Senate. But it would it would be be on there that hey Congress thought that the president was not fulfilling his job as president or he was he he was endangerment or something of that nature. It'd be on record that is that is one of the reasons why the Democrats did what they did with Donald Trump twice with the impeachment process. They knew it wouldn't get through the Senate, but they also knew that that stain would be on Donald Trump, and they could use it for political stuff. Now I'm not. I'm not suggesting that Republicans do it for a political ad or whatever you want to say. But I do think that they need to start because Biden is not capable of being president to begin with. And secondly, there's a, there's too much information out there that showed Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were in shady stuff. That is my opinion on that. And look, look, 
I, I hope the Republicans find more than what the White House is doing because the White House and the Secret Service is saying, hey, we're, we're running an investigation. But ladies and gentlemen, it, you got, we're just going to have to wait and see on that. But uh, going back to, I just have that in my mind. Why would Hunter Biden bring cocaine into the White House? Because he's gotten away with so much. He, he, even if he does get caught, he thinks he's going to get away with it. And the sad reality is he might. He might because we already know that's the Justice Department is tutorial. It, it, they are, they are, you know, they, they, they've gone up and beyond to protect the Bidens. And you know what? I'm going to go that route because I was planning on doing, probably doing this on the third segment, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about this now because it's funny how this is, this is played out. I have an article from the Daily Wire, and it says millions more spent on Trump's investigation than Biden document probe records show. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I just, you know, they, they, the, the media, the DOJ, you can throw a lot of people in there, are protecting the Bidens from all this, all this corruption. And I think this, this, uh, this article right here from the Daily Wire shows that the Department of Justice and Special Counsel Jack Smith have spent over $9 million of taxpayer dollars in just four months investigation, investigating former President Donald Trump alleged mishandling of classified documents and on a January 6th related investigation into the former president. Ladies and gentlemen, nine months for a four-month investigation. Now, we've, we've dealt with this investigation in previous episodes where we talked about how, and this says four months, I thought it was at least a year, but they went four months into investigating Donald Trump and says he's guilty, bomb. Let's throw the indictment paperwork where we had an indictment in Florida and also you had the indictment in New York, but Jack Smith took only four months. Now I've debated leftists already that have said, well, hold on Isaac, that just shows the overwhelming evidence that Donald Trump did something wrong. Not they don't even fathom the the the, the thought that hey this could be a way to try to get rid of Donald Trump and that is what the DOJ and the left is doing. Now going back to uh, going back to uh, the numbers according um, I'm trying to find the uh, okay. So let's go ahead. The amount spent by the DOJ and Smith dwarfs the amount reportedly spent by special counsel Robert Hurd, the DOJ agency, on investigating President Joe Biden's alleged mishandling of classified documents, a number that is closer to 1.2 million. Smith spent about 5.5 million from November 18 to 2022 of uh, November 2022 to March 31st, 2023, while other DOJ agencies spent closer to 3.8 million assisting the investigation in the Biden document case. Heard the special counsel that is investigating President Biden's mis alleged mishandling documents spent six, $615,962. From January 12th to March 31st, while other DOJ agencies chopped, uh, chopped in, chipped in about $572,185. The Durham investigation that took two and a half years on Trump and Russia collusion allegedly cost $7.6 million. That was an investigation over two and a half years. The, the special counsel, Jack Smith, spent that in four months. And ladies and gentlemen, people wonder why I say there is a tutorial justice system. You have Hunter Biden, possibly, I'm not going to say he is because we don't know, it's allegedly, but allegedly Hunter Biden could have walked into the White House with cocaine and snorted on the overawful's death, over, uh, the overawful's death, the, let me, uh, <laughs> speaking faster than I could think, the Oval Office desk and, and think I can just get away with anything because of stuff like this. Ladies and gentlemen, you know why there was $9 million spent of our taxpayer dollars against Donald Trump? Because they're trying to find something against Donald Trump. 
And ladies and gentlemen, if you remember, when all these investigations came out, I told you the broad spec of the investigation into Trump was everything. Don't leave one rock unturned. Don't leave one window uh, unlocked. Search everything. If you can, if Donald Trump clipped a, a, a woman's toenail wrong and she had to go to the doctor because of an ingrown toenail, we're gonna in, we're gonna indict him for that. But the Biden administration or the Biden investigation only look at those documents. Nothing else. Don't look where they came from. Don't look where they were going. Don't even look who was the last one in the in the garage. Just look at them. Pay, just look at that paperwork. And ladies and gentlemen, follow the money. 1.2 into the this 1.2 million dollars into the Biden case of classified documents compared to 9 million on the Trump indictment. Again, this is why Hunter Biden says it's okay my daddy's the president and I I can get away with anything. I can even probably, I wonder if this was a dare, if you think about it, if this was Hunter Biden's cocaine. I wonder if one of his buddies told him, hey, Hunter, can you get into the White House with some drugs? He's like, watch me. Watch me. Now, this isn't the first time uh, cocaine or some type of drug was in the White House. They had, I, I forgot who it was. One of the presidents was showing the, uh, the, the, the crisis of drugs and they had some drugs in there. But ladies and gentlemen, this was a little bad. This was, this was not to show the world is bad. It was to show the, it, it was for somebody to use. And look, if they, if they have beyond the shadow of a doubt proof that it wasn't Hunter Biden's, I will come up on this microphone and I will say, look, it wasn't Hunter Biden's cocaine but ladies and gentlemen if it was i i just i i see i don't know i just and like i said i could be wrong this is a thought i'm having could hunter biden just say look i'm gonna i can, I can get away with it and look, look why did he why did he throw it out was he was he being careless was he throwing it to one of his buddies that are on staff at the white house what, what was it well, to be honest with you, he, I think he was careless. Come on, this is the guy that dropped off his laptop with all kind of criminating evidence on it, and he didn't even decide, he didn't even want to go pick it up. None of the stuff on the Hunter Biden laptop would have been a problem if Hunter Biden would have went pick up his laptop when it was fixed. And he did, now he's suing the computer, uh, the computer repair guy because, oh, he, he, he invaded my privacy. You didn't pay for the thing. But now the FBI, hey, let's hush hush on all, all that stuff that's on the Biden laptop. Let's hush hush. And just, everything I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, it proves my point. This this is an arrogant son of a gun. This this guy, I honestly believe he thinks he will not get caught no matter what he does. And hey, look, he could be he could very be confident in that because as I just showed, the DOJ is more worried about taking out Trump then doing their job and protecting justice or providing justice to lawbreakers who is was definitely Hunter Biden is a lawbreaker and it's just like I said look on top of everything else this is an embarrassment to our country it's an embarrassment and like look like I said look, look let Donald Trump Jr. be caught with crack cocaine they'll throw the book at him not because of uh, of a mistake he made but because he's Donald Trump's son, Hunter Biden, however, because he's Biden's son, is clear of the media. He's clear of the Justice Department. And he's just, in the American eye, they're trying to make him look like he, he's a recovering uh, uh, drug-addicted man. I, I don't think he recovered at all. He's still the same snake in the grass as he always was. And ladies and gentlemen, it just this is an embarrassment to our country. Where Lady Justice is supposed to be blind for a reason. And the Democrats are telling her, hey, take off the blindfold. Because that's the president's son and we can't touch him. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I'll be right back in a few moments. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all one word. The Scott Ford Show, all one word, and it's on Rumble. I'd be very happy if you went ahead and subscribed, like Isaac. I'm a true 
American loving patriot. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. Enjoy your life. When this old world seems to get me down. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Uh, before I go on, I want to go ahead and say thank you to my dad, Lanny Hayes, my uncle, Eric Hayes, and also to my good friend and brother in Christ, Phil Kennedy, for supplying the music for this podcast. Uh, all of them have given us uh the right to use their music uh this show would not be possible uh without you guys for uh, letting me use the songs it would just be a dull intro music coming up uh, or i would have to go ahead and work it through um like just go straight through without any breaks and i like taking breaks ladies and gentlemen I i'm more of a um a lot of people ask me about my podcast and they ask um why you go ahead and take breaks or why, you know, there's some people that say, Hey, we like you taking breaks or I like, I like it as a radio vibe. I'm not on no radio stations yet. I am trying to work on getting on the radio. I know it's a, it's a process to go through. And I know in good time, the Lord will open the doors when he sees fit. But, um, I do that because I like to have it as a radio vibe. I know it's podcasting. I know you listen to guys like Matt Walls, Ben Shapiro, um, Dan Bongino and their podcast. They have, they, they go straight through and they just give their sponsors a shout out or something. I, I'm not like that. I like, I like taking my breaks. It gives me a time to collect my thoughts and make sure that what we're going to talk about, I'm on, I'm on cue with it. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, that's, um, that, that's a little bit of the back of uh, background of why i do it like this but uh on that note i i, I look well, when i started doing this i looked for songs and I, i'm glad that my family have has a lot of art art uh artists in it and um and also phil kennedy good friend of mine from uh, jsm so um so thank y'all guys uh want to give y'all a, a public uh acknowledgement right there and uh go check out their music uh on spotify and on youtube so um so ladies and gentlemen there's a new film out called the sounds for freedom i watched the trailer i didn't get a chance to watch the movie yet i don't get to the movies uh that that much but it ladies and gentlemen it went through the roof according to the post millennial uh millennium um it did better than indiana jones's new the dial of destiny um, it was a, it was a successful hit and it was done by the same people that have made the chosen and a couple of other movies. Now, uh, Dallas Jenkins, who is the owner of angel studios have, has been doing a good job making movies. They are clear, uh, they are clean family friendly movies. And the latest movie called sound of freedom is about, and it's, it, this is all based on a true story It's about a homeland security agent that goes ahead and rescues two children it was based on a true story and it did very well now to my knowledge there was really nothing political about it It was just about a man that wanted to save two children now they didn't make some uh, quotes in the movies like uh i don't want to see it. god's children are not for sale that that's one line they use yes it is it is supposed to be a christian company um, so a lot of people maybe thought this is, this is why it might've had some biblical influences in it. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, like I said, going, going back to this, to my knowledge, not that much political stuff. And it, it went, it beat out Indiana Jones and it hit number one in the movies. And ladies and gentlemen, this has put the left in an uproar once again. Why? Because their movie, The Dial of Destiny, the new Indiana Jones movie, which I have not watched yet either. I am planning on watching. I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. Uh, the, the Crystal Skull was not my favorite. <laughs> and I have not seen The Dial, the Dial, the Dial of Destiny yet. So I'm gonna, when I watch it, I'm going to see if I like it. Um, and I'll see where it's, char where it's on the charts. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, you can't beat the first film. Uh, then I like Temple of Doom and, and maybe it went down the line. I don't know. I just, the last two, well, the, 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 the movie before this Indiana Jones was not the greatest, but I am hearing that the dial of destiny has a lot of, um, has a lot of political influential, influenceable, um, things inside of it. And people didn't go watch it. Now it could be because they just tired of Disney and other studios just remaking stuff. I, I, I doubt, I don't, I, I don't think that's it, but 
um, a lot of it is left-leaning. And this movie right here, first off, is done by a Christian company, and it beat out all these big companies. Angel Studio is not as big as Disney and 20th Century Fox and all these other big movie companies. But ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it like I said, it, it blew it blew everything. It blew all the, the critics' thoughts out the water. And now going back to Fox News where it says human trafficking film Sound of Freedom, of Freedom trashed by liberal outlets as QAnon uh, a journal. journal. A D G A J uh, Ad Jensen Ad Jensen. Um, so what basically what it's doing is multiple liber liberal outlets have trashed the new film Sound of Freedom uh, as a fit for QAnon in recent days. Described that re uh, that relegates the film about human trafficking to a folder for conspiracy theory. So what they're saying is that this film, the reason uh, is doing well is because it's filled with conspiracy theories and it is just bad and is it is evil. Why? Because a Christian company slash conservative company went ahead and made the film and didn't have no political, um, had no political influence in it that I'm aware of. And it did well. And ladies and gentlemen, they're just trashing these movies. Now, it, look, it's well made. If you look at the trailer, this is this is a well made movie, and it has a good storyline. They they, they had a lot of action in it. It was it was just a good movie, according to some in the media, like the Daily Wire and all. But these left leaning people are attacking this movie and calling it right wing, and conspiracy theories and QAnon. They're they're, they're saying this. They they're saying this of this movie. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the reason that they are mad and they're criticizing this movie, it's not because it's filled with conspiracy theories or right wing movement thoughts or anything like that. It's showing them that the country is more conservative than they think. Why is it? You just said this isn't a movie about politics. It isn't that that I'm aware of. I have not watched the movie. But ladies and gentlemen, it goes to the narrative that if this country is so left-leaning and so progressive as the media and the left is telling us, this movie should have been a bomb and the dial of destiny that, is, that was made by, uh, made by Disney, the new Indiana Jones movie, would have been a great success. But it wasn't. Same thing with Buzz Lightyear. It would have been a great success. Why this movie is doing so well? It's the same. Look, liberals were mad at the at the super uh, uh, um, the Mario movie, the uh, Super Smash Bros movie, because they didn't push no liberal agenda or they didn't put. That's what people want to watch when they go to the movies. It's not about watching, seeing a political uh, ideology. It's about enjoying yourself and putting the politics aside. It's the same thing with football. Look, and look, football players, you can have your political views. I'm not against that. You want to protest and you do it in the right way, protest. I'm not against that. But at the end of the day, people are not going over there to get politicized. And look, look, like with the flag. Well, ain't, they ain't doing the national anthem on, on the flag and all that. Ain't that politicizing football or sports? No, that's just acknowledging where the country you're in, where the country you're at. You're acknowledging the, the country and that it gives you the freedom to play that game. That's all that is. That ain't politicizing it. But ladies and gentlemen, this, the sound of freedom is, is a thorn in the, in the Democrat side because this movie did not have a political agenda. Like I said, like I, I don't know. I have not watched it yet. I am planning on watching it, but it didn't have a political agenda. It, 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 was, it was done by a Christian conservative company. And it, it smashed the back, box office. Like I said, why? Because, hey, it shows that this country has more conservative views or people are not looking for a political agenda in a movie to watch. They want to leave that home or they want to, when they buy that ticket, they don't want to worry about what Joe Biden's doing or Donald Trump's doing. They want to watch a movie and be entertained. And look, this is what, this is good with movies that the Daily Wire has made and Angel Studios are making. There's no political agenda. It is, uh, it is good, entertaining films. And this is why it's succeeding. Now, it could be because, like I said, the conservative, and this will also do with another point, the conservative media outlets have been pushing this movie apparently for a while. 
And like I said, it just in my opinion, this movie right here shows that people are more conservative than they are liberal. But but according to the left, no, we're progressing. We are a progressive country, and we're moving forward with everything that the left says. And the left is right. And you know, if the left puts this in movies, people are going to start thinking like this because they want to watch that. And it's not that they don't want to watch this stuff. They want to watch good, clean entertainment. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Um, Todd Stearns put out a. Uh, 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 an article and I, to be honest with you ladies and gentlemen I was surprised but there is a uh, a bishop I believe in England let me see where oh let's see where is that yeah the Church of England's Archbishop of York said that using the word father in the opening of the Lord's Prayer is problematic for those who whose earthly fathers may have mistreated them. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So according to this archbishop, saying the Lord's Prayer and saying our Father who art in heaven might be problematic because people may have been mistreated by their father. Um for this, uh, for this God whom we pray is Father, and yes, I know the word Father is problematic. For those who experienced of earthly fathers have been this uh, this this uh, deceived or abused, distraught. Correction, um, and for all of us have labored rather too much from a oppressive parental gap on life. Archbishop Stephen. Cartrell said, joined the Arch General uh, Sanad 23-3 presidential address, to those of us who say this prayer together, whether we like it or not, whether we acknowledge it or not, even if dramatically face away from each other, only turning around in order to put a knife in the back of people standing behind us, our sisters and brothers, family members, members, the household of God. The prayer, a bedrock of Christian belief, comes from the Gospel of Luke and Matthew in the Bible, in which Jesus' disciples asked him, show us how to pray. According to Scripture, Jesus responds, telling them to say, Our Father who art in heaven, and he goes ahead and reads the Scripture. Um, the Archbishop of Center, Barry, and York says, say on the Church of England's website that the prayer is simple enough by memorizing by small children, yet profound enough to sustain the whole life, uh, lifetime of prayer. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, okay, I can understand people. And like I said, when I saw the argument, I was like, well, when I saw the article, I was like, the Lord's prayer is problematic. Um, ladies and gentlemen, look, I, I've been part of several sporting events. We have said our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We have, we have me, we have, you know, I, I, I'm not Catholic, but majority of Roman Catholics go ahead and pray this as a prayer when they start off, you know, a service or something like that. And th this prayer, I can get into a lot of uh, theological um, uh, areas with this, but it was the disciples telling Jesus shows how to pray. And he says, our father, which is saying we acknowledge God as who he is, our father or our God, whatever you can say, dear Lord Jesus or dear God, something of that nature is acknowledge who God is. And ladies and gentlemen, it's it's coming to a point, okay, with even even in the Christian realm, where they're trying to take away the masculine and the max masculinity. I hope I said that right. Of the the of the males, and because it comes to a point where, in the left, remember that the the male figures in a home are bad. That being uh being a man, being a uh, 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 having muscles and showing your guy and you like going <laughs> you know you know go and do manly stuff like look, like my little boy okay i'm gonna use for example my little boy loves trucks he loves uh excavators he loves tractors and all that stuff he's a he's a typical little boy in that area and look the other day we got we got we have an excavator we, we bought a brand new excavator for the company uh not new but you get what i'm saying new to us <laughs> uh but we, we bought an excavator and my little boy wanted me to, to take him on it. And I did. I, I let him dig the dirt and everything like that. A lot of people will look at that and say, oh, my goodness, you're indoctrinating your child. How am I indoctrinating my child? He likes that stuff. He's a boy. 
Oh no 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 you you no no don't show don't show being a male in this country or in apparently in England is problematic because it puts a, a father is supposedly a manly man, a man that, that takes care of his family and stuff. Now, look, there are some people that have their daddies mistreat them and all. And I don't call that you could be, I don't call that a father. I call that a sperm donor because a man that don't take care of his family um, is, 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 just a, uh, is a sperm donor. You can, you can, you can, you, you can be, you can be a, um, uh, how that saying, you know, you can be a dad, but it takes a lot to be a father or something like that. It's some saying like that. And ladies and gentlemen, out of, out of all this though, the, the, the father of us all is the Lord Jesus Christ, God, the father. He is, you know, he, he is the Lord of all. And he, look, he, he'd be, and he'd be better father than any father out there. So for this, for this preacher to make, or this priest or archbishop, whatever you want to call it, saying that the Lord's prayer is problematic because it might offend people. Um, that, that's probably a preacher that does not preach on Romans 1, 15 to 20, whatever, 20, I think 25 or whatever. Or a preacher that is more woke than anything. Cause look, ladies and gentlemen, it just, that's a, that's a, um, I guess you can say a demo prayer. I guess you can say, uh, it's a prayer to show us how to pray. And for this archbishop to say, Hey, that's, that's problematic because it might offend people. Ah, that's a woke preach and he priest and he needs to go, but he's not because the, the Pope is woke. So, all right. So we got a few other stories here and, um, I'm going to go ahead and try to, uh, breeze through them. If I possibly can, we're going to probably end this segment in a few minutes. Um, kids suspended five days for misgendering their classmate. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, in the great state of California, <sighs> students at a bear, well, Herbert, they, they probably call it Herbert. We call it a bear, uh, in the Cajun country, but Herbert Hubert, um, high school in California, were, were, were punished after they misgender classmates. An email obtained by a parent group in Glendale revealed that two students were suspended and sent to a sex, Todd Stearns, this is Todd Stearns' words, indoctrination camp or a, probably a re-education camp for their culture crime. Uh, I suspended two students for five days each today. I will be conducting reserve, uh, reserve justice with the students and teachers for mis for the misgendering and interviewing them. They admitted to being curious about a transgender person re read an email from former principal Jennifer Earl said, um, in reply, I asked the teacher involved in the incident, how he wanted to handle it. If he wanted me to just teach them about misgendering or would like to speak to them about being trans. He asked me to educate on transgender. It will, it was well received from the students and parents. Restorable justice will happen after suspension. The email says, ladies and gentlemen, this is wrong. You have some students that according to this principle, misgendered people, ladies and gentlemen, I already told you on this show. And I'm getting to a point to where I'm, I'm just uh, on this, on this topic, you right is right. And wrong is wrong there. I believe there's only two genders. It just ain't scientifically fact. It is biblically flat fact as well. And ladies and gentlemen, this is an indoctrination. Hey, if you don't believe the way we believe, this is what the left says. We're going to go ahead and punish you. And at the same time, we're going to re-educate you into believing the way we believe. But they call us Christians dangerous because we want to indoctrinate people. Ladies and gentlemen, if somebody disagrees with me, they walk off. I'm not going to send them to indoctrinate uh, into a, into a, a, a re-educational camp or a spiritual camp. But these people do that. And this, this is how the left gets people. And you know, I'm not trying to draw a comparison, but I think that is the best comparison I can draw on this. Do you know what other society did this? Um, it was called the Nazis. 
and Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler took children and put them in schools and taught them uh, not, uh, socialistic ideas and Nazism. And ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny, okay? This right here, the, the, this school suspended two students just because they misgendered somebody. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this go now. This is the first time this has happened in a public school. I think it was in California as well. You remember the little boy that was that is going through um, court battles right now for wearing a shirt that says "There's only two genders," while everybody else can wear pride flag shirts or wear that there's multiple genders and they don't get nothing gets done with them. But a boy says, Hey, there's two genders or two students says, look, there's only a male and a female according to science. We even had our story. Remember a couple of weeks ago of a professor, a college professor that was fired. Yeah, but he's a Christian. He, he shouldn't have did separation of church. He, he shouldn't have thought about his faith in the school. Um, he wasn't, he was teaching biology. But ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's for you to force people to believe in something. Yeah, you have an issue with your 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 thoughts. Um, you know what? I'm one more. Let's go one more. I'm going to go a little long on this segment. All right. Um, this is according to the Daily Wire. Uh, misgendering violates YouTube guidelines. Exposing genitals apparently doesn't. So this comes from, from, like I said, the daily wire, um, there was a, there was a viral video of a person that went ahead and was, um, the movie, it was a, it, um, it was a gay sex educator, um, in the, 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 the video on YouTube, um, said removing butt hairs and it shows like a, um, he was showing, he was demonstrating something where, and this, this person, um, this is disturbing and I'm, I'm on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, I, I am on YouTube. I, I, I like YouTube. I like the platform, but this is just ridiculous. Went ahead and showed his trying to be age appropriate, his, his genitals, I guess we could call it like that. And his, his rear end on the camera. Now people have asked YouTube, why isn't this removed and YouTube in a tweet because somebody asks, um, this is allowed on YouTube. This dude's whole channel is incredibly NSFW, no warning and full nudity, less than 10 seconds in. That was somebody that tweeted this and the YouTube team, sorry to hear this. Have you already reported this content? If not, then they tell you the process when it was reported. Um, YouTube went ahead and said, Hey, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing against our guidelines here. Now, ladies and gentlemen, children watch YouTube. Now I know there's an app called YouTube kids. You can, you can download it for your kids, but to be honest with you, and I, I I've told my children, you're not going to watch YouTube unless I'm around. If I see YouTube on one of their devices, I delete the app. Well, Isaac, aren't you on YouTube? Aren't you on video platforms and streaming? Yes, I am. But my content is clean. I don't show nothing on this, this platform. Now, why is this coming up? Because look, we are talking about genderism, but we've had multiple people that talked about genders and their beliefs on genders that have been flagged. It would not surprise me if YouTube would tell me something, tell me, tell me something about maybe this episode. That is a chance I take when I come behind the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, YouTube won't flag a man showing off or his body parts that are supposed to be private showing it to the whole world on YouTube won't even put a flag on it to tell people, Hey, there might be some nudity here, but let a conservative go on YouTube and say the, the, the one slight thing against genderism and we get a flag. We, we will get it. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I have a warning on my label right now and I have, I want it. I tried to repeal it and I can't repeal it because YouTube said, Hey, you just got a warning on it. Ladies and gentlemen, isn't this suppression of free speech? 
But in reality, the stuff you now look, me saying that somebody might say, well, Isaac, it's his free speech to show. No, that's not free speech. That's profanity. You cannot buy that unless you're over 18 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how bad our country has gotten. Correction, how bad some social media companies have gotten. You cannot go ahead and talk about genderism and your belief on it. Unless, unless you align with the views of YouTube. Other than that, you get flagged. But a, but a man goes on a camera and shows his genitals and his rear end on YouTube and nobody gets flagged or that channel isn't pulled for profanity. Why? And look, people wonder, are, are we in a tutorial justice system? Yeah, we are. And it, it, it is sad. It is, it is wrong. But I, I tell people that it is hard to be a, a conservative content creator. And even if you do make it, because we can go back to the beginning of this, of this segment where the sound of freedom, remember, a movie that, to my knowledge, didn't have that much political influence in it. It's called a right-wing conspiracy movie, and the only reason it made it up because of all them QAnon people going watch it. And if you make a successful video, you get attacked. Well, YouTube's trying, it's just... It's sad, man. It's sad that it's sad that what us conservatives have to go through. But that's okay because I'm going to tell you, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have, I am over, I am already an overcomer. God got my back. So whatever happens, I know that I'm going to make it because I have Jesus Christ in my heart, and I'm I'm excited to serve Him because I know this world's going to hell. This world is going to hell in a handbasket. But guess what? I'm not going. I got a home in glory land, as the song says, and I'm excited. I can't wait to see my savior one day. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show up. I want to thank you, as always, for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. Please like and subscribe to the show if that's on YouTube, Rumble, or on the audio platform of Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, and many other platforms. Again, you can go look up, look at all our our, uh, uh, look at all our platforms on the website, the Cajun Conservative Show WordPress.com, and um, you go ahead and uh, connect with us on those uh, platforms. We would love to have you part of the Cajun Conservative family. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is King. He's coming back, and he's coming back soon, so don't be fate of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus your Lord and Savior, shoot me a message, and I'll tell you how to make Jesus your Savior in heaven, your home. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. You have a good one. And he is the open door.